We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. As a true football fan, you already know, just as sure seasons change, Tom Bray will always keep the Patriots in the game. Every week in our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test. So why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season. So now is the time to get off a silence and get in that game of my bookie. It's the premier place to bet on your favorite pro and college action every weekend. They got NBA. It's already underway. We got some World Series still left over. They always have the most up-to-date lines and most profits in any sports book on the planet. They got a mobile site. It's easy to use. And the best part is, if you join now, my bookie will double your first deposit bonus. That's right. If you put in a thousand bucks, you get a thousand back, a hundred back, hundred back. Use promo code Chair. That's C H A I R to activate the offer. And also, guys, there's also reload bonuses. If you got to reload on somebody, do do what you need to do. Go to mybookie.ag. You bet, you win, you get paid. Welcome in. Yep, we know. To another Pimp Panther Rants, another Sports France podcast. Vlad Harris, your host. Yes, the Hurricanes came in the pit over the weekend for homecoming. A lot of festivities, a lot on the line for Pitt. And on top of that, it was a mediocre Miami team with a really horrible quarterback. But like every time Pitt plays Miami, they always have the hardest of times. Doesn't matter how bad they are, Pitt just can't seem to get over that hump with them. 
a lot of times they beat Miami when they, well, a few times. We've beaten them when, you know, when it was less expected of us to win. Because the last time we beat them, we weren't expected to beat them at all. Now, I apologize for gracing your presence with uh, Scorpions. But, you know, I mean, they really didn't rock us like a hurricane. Well, they rocked our they rocked our co- ACC Coastal chances like a hurricane. And if um, you've been, if you've been on Twitter, I mean, people have pretty much imploded over this loss. And yeah, it was not a fun loss. One group, you know, one people said, you know, you know, the sky's falling. Yeah, the, yeah, the sky's falling crowd. Any other hype, other group that says, well, well, mostly me that says, well, this win, a win like, you know, this game will never get Pitt over the hump. Well, Pitt lost to a really bad Miami team, so it really doesn't matter, you know. If they win, it just keeps the winning streak going. They're bull eligible. They're in line for the Coastal. And they have a really good shot at a 10-win season. But it just didn't happen, and that's why we're here. Doesn't mean that the, the season's a lost. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Pitt has plenty of football left to play. We got four games left. So, they can still get bull eligible. Although it would have been nice, Pitt wasn't going to escape the Coastal without at least losing another game. So, at minimum, they were going to lose at least one more game. And and you know, if you're a Pitt fan, you hope that this is the only game that they lose. But we don't know. Currently, now the Coastal's wide open because Virginia they choked as well. Which, which why this this game was so important. Because if UVA loses, Pitt is in first place in the Coastal, sole first place. But now here we are. We're back in the same conversation as all the other teams. And yeah, the Coastal was a hot mess because we're tied with Virginia, uh, North Carolina. Virginia Tech, to name a few. I think it's all we're tied with, actually, but I could be wrong. And really, it's anybody, it's a, you know, teams have two losses at the minimum or three at the most. So right now, the, con- the, the conference is wide, you know, not the conference, the division's wide open. Pick is still salvage this season, and I don't think it's a total. This season's a total loss. We weren't we weren't going to the freaking playoffs to begin with. So let's hold our horses on that. If anything, we were going to go to a bowl game, maybe a, a sexy bowl game like an Orange Bowl or a Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. That may not be in the cards anymore. 
We'll see, though. If anything, we're probably going to Annapolis or whatever, you know, obscure place we'll go. And, you know, that's just that. Maybe we'll go back to New York. Playing the, um, you know, playing that uh, New York Bowl. What was the Big Apple Bowl or, no, not International Bowl. The Pinstripe. I'm sure we'll wind up somewhere, guys. So, four games left. It is what it is. Now, getting to the um, whole thing. I mean, homecoming, everything looked great to you guys. I saw all the photos. People had an awesome time. The homecoming Hellgate from Pitt Twitter looked really good. I mean, I mean, the Willard, I mean, Willard Ears did a hell of a job. And my lens just popped out of my glasses. Which pretty much means it's probably time to get, me, for, get, me, get a new pair of frames. Or I can just fix these somehow, some way. But I'm getting time on damn glasses popping out. But, you know, he did a hell of a job of organizing this. He got Doran Dickerson and Bill Stoller show up. 937 The Fan was there. You had, you know, alcohol. You had breakfast tacos. He had some chorizo and ham. I mean, the guy did it up. And I'm sure he had a lot of help from everybody else. So, for those who help him out, props to you guys as well. It's just um, a shame that um, you guys had a great time and then you had to go in the Heinz Field and leave feeling a little bit worse about yourselves and probably cause you to drink a lot that night. You know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a, it was going to be a happy drinking. It was going to be a depression drinking where you're just pissed off and you drink hoping, you know, you feel better. It's not the happy ho 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 do shots. Nope. It's yep. Yeah, fuck it. Let's get drunk. That's the type of mood it was after this game. I mean, regardless the way the, the way the game went, even if Pitt won, you're pretty much walking out of Heinz Field doing the walk of shame anyway. That's just how that goes. You're gonna walk out of there and yeah, you won. You're just like yeah, we won. That's all that matters, guys. We won. Nobody got hurt. We won. Nope. Didn't happen that way. It just wasn't in the cards. Instead, we got this. I mean, it looked, I mean, it seemed good. It seemed like we were going to walk out of there with a win. Do we always do best? By the jaw, you know, grab grab victory from the jaws of defeat, and it just didn't happen. No, it didn't. And we'll get to all that right now. So let's start off with the first half. Pitt was losing in half. Uh... Defense only surrendered 10 points. It was because uh, Kenny Pickett spotted the uh, Miami defense 10 points. 
with some bad turnovers. But still, I said, you know, I tweeted earlier, the defense wasn't going to be able to hold them all game. And just as it looked like they were going to hold them all game, on their Miami's final drive, they switched their quarterback. And they benched this guy because he was inconsistent. He wasn't good, and he was taking sacks. And he, um, you know, he drove down the field for a touchdown. I mean... The defense became unglued. And they picked a hell of a time to become unglued when the game was on the line. But you can't put this all on the defense. This was all on the offense. The offense let the defense down. Pitt had control of the entire second half. And all they had to show for was a bunch of field goals. They lost in almost pretty much the same manner as the UVA lost on Miami a few weeks ago. They couldn't get in the end zone. And if you can't get in the end zone against Miami, you're going to lose. Because although they're mediocre on offense, they have really good players, really good athletes. And if you make a mistake, they're going to make, they're going to make you pay. And that's what they did. We made a whole bunch of mistakes in the first half. They, they made us pay. They got 10 points on us. It should have never got to that. We should have shut them out. But no. Pitt even outrushed them. I mean, the rushing stats, Pitt outrushed Miami 176 to 54. And the problem is, is Pitt was, um, they were having a hard time running against Miami up the middle. But. Getting, you know, when they would get their, their backs in space, side to side, it was a different story. They were getting big big yards. And the receivers, you know, we had some drives halt because receivers can't catch passes. And oh no, it was just a horrible time. Now, the fourth and one at the goal line, they kick a field goal to go up 12-10. I really had no issue with that because, well, the way the offense was playing, we're probably not going to get another opportunity to get in, you know, to march down the field. I mean, Kesman did his job. I mean, he nailed his field goals. He did his job. Offense just didn't really do theirs. And my and Pitt's downfield passing game isn't all that great, and I don't know, guys. It was just a bad. It was just a bad game, and you just hope you'll see more of this. You don't. You just hope Miami didn't expose a whole bunch of stuff on Pitt's offense. That could be crucial to us later because we don't. You know, we have four games left, and North Carolina is one of them, and they always give us a hard time. We got Virginia Tech as well. Boston College. We got Georgia Tech coming up, and Georgia Tech is horrible, but they beat Miami. They beat Miami a bunch of, on a bunch of trick plays, which Pitt tried to do, and then, yeah, it just didn't work out that way. You know. It just is what it is, guys. Only hope is that, well, 
they regroup for next game and they they win and get bowl eligible. And take it from there. If anything, they're gonna finish probably eight and four and seven seven five again, like they did last. You know, well they finished seven seven last year, but they'll finish seven eight and four seven five and. Depending on you know how they you know if they are in the ACC title game, we'll see. But that's looking very doubtful. But at the end of the day, guys, we move on. And if you look at the rest of the ACC slate from that weekend, well, Florida State beat Syracuse, which was a surprising one. I thought I figured Syracuse would win that one. Louisville beat Virginia as they as Virginia play like hot garbage. North Carolina knocks off Duke. So I guess you can pretty much factor Duke. Well, Duke's pretty much out of the East. Well, there are three, three losses there. So they're pretty much... Well, there's still mathematically in it, but, you know, whatever. And then Clemson, you know, beat the crap out of Boston College 59-7. So there's your... Um, ACC slate. And of course your top 25 SMU beat Houston 34-31. I thought SMU would cover this, but didn't work out. Ohio State played Wisconsin in the rain. It didn't slow Ohio State down because, well, Wisconsin can't really throw the ball anyway, and they're not really they don't really they're they're good, but they're not really as fast as Ohio State is. And, well, there you have it. The Big 12 pretty much imploded. Oklahoma lost to Kansas State. So that leaves them at one loss. And right now, they're on the outside looking in in the college football playoff. Penn State beat Michigan State 20-7. Michigan State has a horrible offense. No surprise there. Texas lost to TCU 37-27, and obviously a um, pretty much the fire's gonna be Leonard Tom Herman's ass now because this is supposed to be the year for Texas, and well they they haven't played been playing all that good. I mean I don't think you pull a plug on Tom Herman. He is improving the recruiting and everything else, but. In Austin, they want results. It doesn't matter. They want results. You saw what happened to Charlie Strong when they didn't get results. Bad things happened. Well, he lost his job for the most part. And they had, and Tom Herman was doing so good in Houston, they had to jump on him real quick. Well, first they had to make sure Houston didn't get in the Big 12. So they, you know, they canceled expansion. Got Tom Herman because they knew, they knew, as they knew that, uh, you know, Houston really had no incentive in keeping him now because while he's in, he's in a non-P5 conference, he's not going to stay there. Well, well, here we go. I mean, he's improved them a bit, but like I said, in Austin, they want to be relevant again, and that's just how it is. Minnesota is 52, is, um, they beat Maryland, they're, I think, 8-0 now. And I believe they got Penn State coming up next, so that should be an interesting game. 
Minnesota really hasn't played anybody. And Penn State kind of has. Still an intriguing matchup as always. You wonder how that's going to go. Auburn and LSU. LSU barely won that one. Uh, Michigan. I took Michigan in this game and I wasn't, you know, I figured this was, you know, Michigan looked pretty decent as Penn State the week before. and I just didn't see Notre Dame beating them. And, of course, they walloped them. UCLA surprised the hell out of me beating Arizona State. Utah destroyed Cal. And Oregon beats Mike, Mike Leach, 37-35. So they beat that point spread. Wow. Just a hell of a hell of a thing, huh? Oh well. That pretty much wraps up your ACC and top 25 games for that first past weekend. Pardon me as I get on the highway. Now let me talk to you guys about Manscaped. Manscaped is taking care of the, the armchair about group. In fact, support for armchair from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below the belt precision grooming. It offers tools for your family jewels. Now guys, I got the package, and I'll tell you what, I was impressed. For one thing, you get this thing called the Lawnmower 2.0. It's electric. It's electric razor. It's very delicate. It's mainly because when you're doing grooming, yeah, down down below the belt, it's very, you know, it's very delicate. But yeah, it's very delicate, and of course, you get all these products with it. You get the um, the plow, which is the uh, regular razor, and of course, you get ball deodorant to apply when you're done grooming. You get the ball spray, and you get like a nice little carrying case with it as well. I mean, for me personally, I mean, it was like a, it was like an out of body experience. It was like going to a spa. You get a happy ending, but you're really not, you know, but it's not the rub and tug type of happy ending. You're just happy as hell after you do it. You feel great about yourself. So go to Manscaped. The promo code is armchair. You get 20% off your purchase. And you get free shipping. So go check out you guys. And for you ladies listening, if you want to give for your special someone or if you know a guy who you know, does all this, it's a great gift. Or if you know somebody who does all this, hey, I mean, the the code's good for two weeks. If you know somebody who wants a nice, I mean, it's a nice Christmas gift. I mean, I, when, I, when I got the package, I feel like a kid, you know, I feel like a kid on Christmas. I mean, I said, oh man, this is great. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to have fun doing this. Say, so yeah, guys, go to Manscaped, promo code armchair, 
have fun with it. I'm sure I'll have better uh, live ad reads than this one. Now, the World Series is coming back to Houston. Last time I talked, Houston was down two games and none. They just, they, um, they had a mess with Brian Taubman. They fired him not too long after I recorded my podcast. And then Houston went on, when Houston marched on to uh, Washington and won three in a row. And now they're coming back up three games to two. One big help for them was Nathan Scherzer got hurt, which, you know, it sucks for him because you hate to see somebody who's worked his ass off his whole career and then he can't play in a game where they need him the most. They need him for game five and what, look what happened. So now they come back with game six, Strasburg's on the mound against Verlander. This series may still go to seven games. Strasburg's have pretty much come in pissed off. And he's dealing with some hot Astros bats. Because uh, game game um, game four, Bregman hit the grand slam, and that was pretty much it for the um, for the three-game stand here. I mean the Astros bats were hot, and they were hot last night as well. I don't know, guys. I don't know what happens here. I think it still goes to seven games, but because I think Strasburg comes in and um, does it. And the Tallman thing is kind of taking a back back seat to all this now. But Major League Baseball is investigating as as well as they're not going to let this die because they, they, well, for one thing, they need to figure out what happened. They got the testimony that they didn't, but I think what they need to do is they need to figure out how, how it was handled. Because pretty much the Astros came out and said, that he sh- you know, the report was a liar. And which wasn't the case. Then they retract the statements and they apologized to her. But Major League Baseball has to investigate how, how it came to all this. Why did you know, why did Houston why did the franchise initially think she was a liar? Then do a 180 and say, hey, you know, we we screwed this up. We apologize. This is not us. I mean, what happened here? Who bumbled the press release calling her a liar? Who bumbled the whole investigation? So this is gonna be one of those stay tuned type of things. Anyways, we'll see what happens. We got two more games that's left to go. And then we'll probably get back to the next podcast. We'll talk more. We'll talk some NBA. We'll see you know, with the way the games are opening. Because I'm about to lose my voice. So, guys, enjoy your Monday. Hell a pit. And just forget the Saturday ever happened.